Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Randy Couture. If you're out there looking for a great sports podcast, go check out Big Mouth Small Words. What up, guys? It's Josh Ruse, and I just want to give a shout-out to the Big Mouth Small Words podcast in Boston. Thank you guys for your dedication and support. Go Pets. Hey, it's Big Jim from 98.5 The Sports Hub, and I love listening to Big Mouth Small Words. Check them out at Big Mouth Small Words Podcast. Big Mouth Small Words Sports Talk. We back, baby. Another episode. Let's go. Oh my goodness. Hello, everyone out there, and welcome to episode number 182 of the Big Mouth Small Words podcast. Last week, we did pretty well. Not the best, but pretty well. We went nine and three, bringing our overall record to 44 wins, 24 losses, which is 65% on the average. And honestly, 65% on the average is really good, but I want more. I want to give you guys what you need. We need to line our pockets. We need more money. So we need a big week here. We got to jump over the hump on a Wednesday. We got to get to 70%. I do have to bring up very quickly before I get into these week seven NFL picks. Jake DeBrusque scoring on opening night was magical. Didn't you feel it? I mean, if you don't follow at Big Mouth Small Words Podcast on Instagram, you're missing out because you're missing all the hilarious content. Me and Batch made a bet last week on DeBrusque's goal total. I said that he was going to go over 19. He said he was going to go under. Well, he's already got a goal, and he's already feeling it. And didn't it? Oh, didn't you just love it, Batch? Didn't you? I'm talking directly to you, bud. Did you hear this? Do you remember this? to Foligno. DeBrusque renewed. Oh, my goodness. DeBrusque renewed. You got to love that. That's fantastic. So me and Batch are going to be going at it all year, and I can't wait. So follow the Instagram. Get ready. It's going to be fun. But for now, we need to get to these NFL picks. We need to keep the train rolling. And we start with one that's very tough. The 3-3 three and three Kansas City Chiefs versus the 4-2 and two Tennessee Titans. I am so unsure of this pick, and I hate to start this way. I keep waiting for the Chiefs to show me a dominant victory. A dominant one. And I know that last week they had a blowout. I know they ended up beating the Washington football team. But did they dominate them? They did in the second half, but they let them hang around. You can't do that against a good Tennessee team. I have a feeling, a gut feeling, this might be the week that the Chiefs beat a good team. But are they going to cover the spread? That is the freaking question. You see, I thought the Bills would beat the Titans. That didn't happen. So the Titans have been very inconsistent all year, but that big win against the Bills, man, them being at home makes me think this game's going to be very close. My head is telling me to take the Titans and to go with the points. And my gut is telling me to go Mahomes because he's going to go off and the Chiefs are going to cover. I'm going to go with my head. Okay, I'm going to go with my head here. I'm going to take the home team. I'm going to take the points. So I'm going to have the Titans at plus 4.5. I hope it doesn't bite me in the ass. Mahomes, I swear to God, if you go off and be real upset, I'm going to be so upset. So don't do it. We move on. The 2-4 and four Washington football team versus the 5-1 and one Green Bay Packers. This one to me is pretty easy. I just don't see how Washington is going to be able to keep up with Green Bay's offense. I see Rodgers putting up 30. I just do. And um, Washington's defense has been so bad compared to what they were last year. And I just don't think Heineke is going to be able to keep up with Rodgers. So I'm taking the Packers at negative 9.5. I know it's a big spread. But in this week, 
that is not even a big spread. You're going to hear it. It's this week has like completely flabbergasted me, made me go, what the hell is going on here? I'm thinking that I'm starting to get into the groove. And then I'm looking at some of these spreads and I'm like, what the hell is going on? But we'll get there when we get there. Okay. Take the Packers negative 9.5. This now brings me to the game of the week. The game of the season for me, you got the four and two Cincinnati Bengals versus the five and one Baltimore Ravens. Man, I mean, this one's tough because Lamar Jackson has been on absolute fire. He's coming off of a dominant win against the Chargers. It's just tough to see how the Ravens wouldn't be favored in this game. And of course, they are favored. The only flaw that I see when I look at the Baltimore Ravens is obviously they have injuries, but they can tend to start slow. They let teams hang around and they figure it out at the end to their credit and they find ways to win. If they do what they did against the Colts, if they do what they did against the Lions, if they do what they did against so many teams that they've played this year, don't let the Bengals hang around. You're going to regret it. I'm going to tell you that right now. I'm going to get a little fired up here. This is not the old Bungles. The Bengals are rolling into Baltimore this weekend, and I'm telling you, the Bengals' defense should be able to contain the Ravens' run game and make them throw the ball. Now, Lamar Jackson's going to have plays. Everybody knows that. Lamar Jackson has also proven that this year he can throw. So it's going to be on Joe Burrow and that Bengals offense. They're going to have to answer. And Burrow, this is the key to the game for me. Burrow is the best quarterback against the Blitz this year. And the Ravens love to blitz. This is the matchup I'm looking for, okay? Mixon should be able to run, but they're going to try to contain that. The Bengals receivers are going to have to make plays. I'm not sure who's going to win this game. I'll just be honest with you. It's kind of how I felt about the Packers and the Bengals. The Bengals came up short in that one. I'm looking for the Bengals to win this outright. But that, once again, that's my heart. I don't know if they win, but if you're going to give them six and a half points... I know what the Ravens did last week, but I don't think anybody is blowing out the Bengals, not the way they're playing right now. So I'm going to take the Bengals at plus 6.5. I hope they find a way to win. I think in the end it comes down to a field goal. We're going to find out. I'll tell you that. I'm excited for that one. But we move on to the 3-3 Carolina Panthers versus the 1-5 New York Giants. The Panthers almost made an unbelievable comeback last week against the Vikings. They still have plenty of fight in them, and even though they've been losing lately, they look pretty good. So the Giants, I don't know how much fight they have in them. I don't know how much drive they have in them. They don't look good. So I'm pretty sure Stephon Gilmore is going to be suiting up. I think Carolina's defense makes the difference in this game. I think Daniel Jones makes mistakes if he plays, if he doesn't, whatever. doesn't really matter what the Giants do. I think they're screwed. So I'm going to take the Panthers at negative three all day long. We move on to the 2-3 and three Atlanta Falcons versus the 1-5 Miami Dolphins. I'm not going to get in on this Deshaun Watson rumor crazy, like maybe Deshaun Watson's going to be on the Dolphins, but it ain't this week, okay? So I'm just going to go with this of what I can see right now. The Falcons went to London, and they won in week five. The Dolphins went to London, and they lost in week six to a team that had not won in like 20 games. Not to mention the Falcons are coming off a bye. I mean, the Falcons offense is starting to click. They're starting to look like they should have in the beginning of the season. You know, Kyle Pitts looks very good. Calvin Ridley is back. I'm sure Tua being back for the Dolphins is going to help keep this game kind of close. 
But in the end, I see Matt Ryan pulling through. I see him getting a game-winning drive. I see them getting a field goal and winning this. I think the Falcons are going to win this game. So I'm taking the Falcons at negative 2.5, which brings us to the 1-4 New York Jets versus the 2-4 New England Patriots. Man, the Patriots are tough, man. They've been so close to getting the job done, but the defense at the end has let them down. And I'm looking at this game as a fan of the Patriots and also just looking at it in general. I mean, Bill Belichick needs to use this week against the Jets to put the hammer down. We saw what he did the last time that they played him, okay? You're at home. I see Bill taking over the defense. In the last three games, Mac Jones has driven down the field and given him a chance to win, and the defense blew it. You, you can't have that. So Belichick needs to have a dominant win at home. I mean, a dominant one. They need to crush the Jets. They need to build something on their foundation. So I'm taking the Patriots at negative seven, and Bill, that seat, it's getting hot. I'm going to have to do a soundbite soon for it, so do not go two and five, all right? Get to three and four, see what happens. We move on. And this game, now this one's interesting. The two and four Philadelphia Eagles versus the four and two Las Vegas Raiders. I think this game is going to be close. I think Jalen Hurts is going to have his moments. And I think the Raiders' defense will have a hard time slowing him down. I think the Eagles' defense should be able to contain Carr, but I also think they're going to make plays. I'm looking... Oh, this one's tough, man. I'm thinking the Raiders win this game, but I'm afraid of the points. I'm really afraid of the points. I'm going to reluctantly take the Raiders at negative three. I think they're going to use home field advantage... I think they're going to find a way to win this one. But the Eagles, man, they're just, if they were a little more consistent on offense, because Hurts can find moments where he can come back and make plays, but he's too inconsistent. So I'm going to go with the Raiders at negative three. And now that brings me to a game that I flopped on twice already. So we got the 0-6 Detroit Lions versus the 5-1 LA Rams. When I saw the spread, I immediately chose the Lions. I, 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 I was looking at it, and I'm thinking to myself, you got to be kidding me. Like, the Lions have kept everything close. Up until that Bengals game last week, they've been fighting against good teams. They've been pushing. Now, the problem is, the more I thought about it, the more I was thinking Matt Stafford needs this revenge. I mean, I haven't seen the Rams take the foot off the gas when they're winning. So I know they're going to keep pouring it on and pouring it on. But when you see a spread of negative 15.5, I mean, you can't give any NFL team 15 and a half points. Oh, it's so scary. I hate this crap. See, back in the day when it was straight up picks, the good old days, last year, <laughs> it was easy. You'd, you'd know, lock of the week, this is an easy win. But 15 and a half, I'm going to take the Rams to cover. At negative 15 and a half, and I can't stand that spread. I'm just going to throw that out there. But I think the Rams just have too many weapons, and honestly, last week might have been the Lions. Like, I think they gave up, and I think, unfortunately, this might be it for them. I think they're all done. Uh, and also, I want to throw this out there. To all the people that were giving me crap, about when I wanted Jamar Chase, and everyone said, you got to take Panay Sewell. I'm not saying he's looked trash, but uh, he listen, if he's on the Bengals, 
right now, do you think they're four and two? Because I think you flop it. I think they're two and four with him. Chase has been unbelievable. He has been crushing it for the Bengals. I don't want to hear you people anymore. All right? So everyone that thought that, suck it. We move on to the three and three Chicago Bears versus the five and one Tampa Bay Buccaneers. This looks like a slam dunk. But once again, the stupid spread. I don't like it. Brady at home against anyone. I feel like I can't bet against the Bucs. 13 and a half points. It's two friggin' touchdowns. And it freaks me out. It's a lot, man. I, I'm, I'm looking at it and I'm thinking, once again, you have a team, the Buccaneers, where Brady likes to score. I think Chicago's defense is overrated, especially in the turnover department. And Brady, if he, if he, if he can score 40, he will. So I'm going to friggin' take the Buccaneers at negative 13.5. It's terrifying, but I see Brady throwing bombs. I see Fields not being able to keep up and making mistakes. So I'm taking the Bucs there. Terrifying. Um, but if you want more crazy spreads, look no further because we're, here we are again. We got the 1-5 Houston Texans versus the 6-0 and Arizona Cardinals. 17 friggin' points. 17. What, what world do we live in at this point that this can happen? But once again, you got the revenge aspect, and it makes me think that the Cardinals are going to cover. <laughs> it's one of these are crazy, crazy scores here. The defense, you would like to think, is going to rally around J.J. Watt because they let him go. You would think that the offense is going to rally around Hopkins, not that the offense needs to rally around anything. A.J. Green's turned back to hand his time. You know, Kirk is good. Hopkins is good. Everyone's good. Like, honestly, they're so good on offense, it's ridiculous. So, see the Cardinals looking to put a beat down? And I don't think there's much the Texans can do about it. That guy can have the longest neck in the world. It's not going to matter. So, I'm taking the Cardinals at negative 17. Holy crap! Freaks me out. But I'm doing it. Friggin' hate these spreads. We move on to the Indianapolis Colts which is the two and four Indianapolis Colts, sorry, uh, versus the two and three San Francisco 49ers. Everything in me is telling me to take the Colts, but the 49ers are coming off of a bye week. They're playing at home. I would have to imagine because of that, they're going to have some tricks up their sleeve. Jimmy Garoppolo is saying he's going to play now, but even if Garoppolo didn't play, I still like the 49ers in this game. I like what the Colts have going offensively, but I think the 49ers are going to have a great scheme coming off the bye, and they're going to force Wentz into some bad decisions, and I think the 49ers at home are going to cover the negative 3.5. And I'm, that's it. I'm going to say that. Um, this is a quick podcast. Not going to be a huge one. Not going to be a long one. I really hope that we can go on a run because there's a lot of scary big spreads, as I just told you. It's making me a little nervous about this week. We're going to see what happens we are approaching 13,000 streams, and I have to say thank you to everyone that has continued to listen, that has supported me through all of this. I know that the CD and the band stuff got in the way for a while. I wasn't as consistent as I would have liked to have been, but now we are back on track, doing at least once a week, trying to do two a week. There's plenty of sports to talk about, so we're not going to run out of topics. We've obviously got football. We've got UFC 268, the 269 one. We've got a lot of good cards on the way that I'm going to talk about. We got the Bruins. The Bruins season is underway now. We're going to have Batch and Matt back on. There's a lot of cool stuff going on. I'm excited to keep the train rolling. 
So if you want to stay up to date on all the big mouth, small word stuff, do yourself a favor and go to at big mouth, small words podcast on Instagram, subscribe to big mouth, small Because if I keep crushing these picks, I might have to throw a price on it. So keep that in mind. Subscribe now. I love y'all.